On Thursdays, June 4th edition, NBA season coming back, the MLB cancels players' 114-game proposal, Luke Keekley considering becoming a pro scout, and much more. This week, several key persons in the 2020 Ryder Cup have expressed at least some sort of disgust or doubt about the event. The match play event between the United States and Europe is set to take place on September 25th through 27th at Whistling Straits in Wisconsin. The event is a little less than four months away, but many are still speculating if it will take place. Steve Stricker, who is the captain of the U.S. team, is not wild about the idea of having this particular event without fans. He's heavily debating whether or not he should return to the PGA Tour this next week at Colonial. His situation is very delicate as his oldest daughter has an autoimmune issue and any contact with the virus would be much more dangerous for her. He told the Golf Effect radio show, I want to go play next week. I'm just struggling if that's the right thing to do or not. Getting to the Ryder Cup, Keith Pelley, the chief executive of the European Tour, told the McKellar Journal podcast that the fate of the Ryder Cup will be determined at the end of this month. At the moment, there's talks of an event with no fans. Many are also considering the fact that there could be another spike in COVID cases. When Steve Stricker was asked about the idea, he said the event is made by the fans. To me, if it was without fans, it would almost be a huge yonder of an event. And to cheat out the Wisconsin fans, I think, would be a crime. So I just hope that we can ha- when we do have it, it can be up to its full potential. On Wednesday, the Pittsburgh Pirates announced on Twitter that right-handed pitcher Chris Archer is done for the remainder of the 2020 season. Archer will undergo thoracic outlet surgery, according to the Pirates. Dr. Robert Thompson of Washington University in St. Louis performed the surgery on Tuesday that will sideline Archer for the remainder of the 2020 campaign. The Pirates recently picked up Archer's player option in November, but after the surgery, Pittsburgh could buy his contract out. The organization and doctors are expecting Chris to come back in 2021 at full strength. The Pirates had high expectations for Archer after disappointing 2018 and 2019 stints with Pittsburgh. Archer was acquired by the Pirates in the 2018 trade deadline, hoping to solidify their pitching and make a deep playoff run. Unfortunately for Pittsburgh and their fans, it has been a train wreck. The Pirates traded away Austin Meadows, Tyler Glass now, and a pick that turned out to be Shane Baez. So far, Archer has 33 starts with a 6-12 record and a 4-9-2 ERA. Reported by CBS Sports, Pitchers who come back from the surgery don't usually come back the same. A report done by Jay Yafi in 2018, the average total of post-surgery innings for the group is just 218 compared to an average of 657 innings prior. The NBA is trying to figure out ways on how to give the higher seed alternatives when the league returns in Orlando. Teams that will have top seats have been reported trying to do anything they can to make it feel like home court advantage. The new proposal would need to be two-thirds of the votes from the governors and is unlikely to pass. One Eastern Conference official that will have a top seed said, I do not think the NBA cares about it. I don't think it's a top priority for them. According to a source close to the situation, the proposed ideas from the owners have been discussed. The team with a better seed gets an extra coaches challenge. The team with a better record would transfer their own floor to Orlando. No jump, the better team would get the ball every jump ball and when every quarter starts. They also thought of teams having the best seeds to choose their own hotel suite and they would be able to appoint one player from the team to receive seven fouls instead of six. The final one was the better team got to pick who they played, but many shot that down quickly. 
One certain executive told ESPN, picking your opponent can lead to bad karma. You can offend the basketball gods. However, those are just ideas that the owners are floating around. On Tuesday, the league and board of governors met and none of the proposed ideas from the owners were approved. The NBA is going to make a decision about the league's return on Thursday. The league has been in serious talks with Disneyland and the home of ESPN complex that has over 220 acres. As reported on the show yesterday, it would be a 22 teams invited to Florida and would include regular season games, play-in games, and the postseason. Once the NBA returns, it will be similar to how March Madness feels. It's been a crazy few months and will be even more once the season returns. The NBA will most definitely not allow fans in the arena, and most are unsure they will allow f- they will for next year. The league is targeting July 31st for the restart date. Before we dive into some more awesome sports topics, I'd like to tell you about Anchor. If you haven't heard anything about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Can't go wrong with that. And guess what? There's even creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's not all, though. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It keeps on getting better, though. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get back to the show. After retiring unexpectedly from the NFL, Luke Keekley is considering rejoining his former team to become a pro scout. Keekley's retirement back in January caught a lot of people off guard, being only 29 years old. The reason for his retirement was because he felt like he couldn't play as fast, physical, or strong as he used to. However, never explained why he felt that way. It could be partly due to his long history of concussions dating back to when he entered the league in 2012. From 2013 to 2017, he had missed seven games due to concussions. In his eight seasons in the league, he had been to seven Pro Bowls, a Defensive Player of the Year award, and also a Defensive Rookie of the Year. He is also a member of the All-Decade Team for the 2010s. He wants to stay involved in the NFL in some way, though, considering returning to the Panthers for an office to become a scout or become a commentator slash analyst. Becoming a pro scout would be a good fit for him, as he is known for spending countless hours watching tape and studying film during his time in Carolina. Panthers head coach Matt Rule had hoped that he would join their coaching staff, and while that isn't out of the possibility, it is still unlikely that he will do so. In his short eight-year career, the former first-rounder recorded 1,100 tackles, 12.5 sacks, 67 pass deflections, and 18 interceptions. He also has been to the most Pro Bowls in franchise history with seven. He was first-team All-Pro five times and led the league in tackles twice. He had over 100 tackles in every season as a Panther. This weekend, baseball will return to play for the first time in the United States since the coronavirus shut down all sports. This evening, ESPN2 will be airing two games with teams made up of top-tier college baseball players from around the country. According to an Associated Press article, the players making up the four teams mostly consist of Division I athletes, but players from junior colleges and NAIA schools are also present. This weekend, when players arrived in Bryan, Texas, they were all giving tests for COVID-19. Upon receiving their tests, they were sent to their hotel rooms for 24 hours until the results came back. No one tested positive, and the players have been practicing with their temporary teammates earlier this week. One of the head organizers of the event, 
Woody Jeeva told the Associated Press, baseball has united us throughout the history of this country, and we are truly blessed to be able to come back to share some much-needed relief during these difficult times. We're continuing to work closely with local health officials to ensure the safety of all involved during this event. This event is not only a great way for baseball fans to catch some action, but an awesome opportunity for scouts to evaluate talent during the shutdown. Scouts will not be allowed in the stands, but must watch these players virtually. While ESPN2 will televise the first night of baseball, games on Friday and Saturday will be pay-per-view. 5% of the proceeds for the pay-per-view will be going to the nonprofit No Hunger. First reported by Ken Rosenthal of The Athletic, the MLB has canceled a proposal made by the Players Union about 114 games. According to multiple sources, the league will not send a counter-proposal. The MLB has stated they don't want to play in November because of fears with a second wave of the coronavirus. It could cost them up to $1 billion if the postseason is canceled because of the virus. Originally, the MLB sent a proposal to the Players Union about an 82 game schedule, which the Players Association countered with a 114-game season that would start on June 30th and end on October 31st. However, the MLB sent another plan, this time only having 50 games. Reported by many baseball insiders, the league would likely wants to play only 50 games and expand the postseason from 10 to 14 teams. The league and players union have been far apart in how to start the season. One player told ESPN, we want to play more games and they want us to play less. We want more baseball. If the MLB has a season this year, most likely there'll be no fans in the stands. The MLB believes the shorter the season, the less they lose. On March 26, the league and union agreed on a prorated scale that would guarantee $170 million in advances and players would be promised service time if the season was canceled. The MLB is hoping to start the season in July, but if they can't come to an agreement with the players this week, they might have to wait even longer. In late May, the MLB sent their own proposal that included 82 games and a sliding scale. The players, however, would lose up to 70% of their salaries. It seems as though no side will bend. MLB insider Jeff Passan believes the only way the season gets played is if both sides meet in the middle. The NBA is back. It was reported by senior NBA insider Adrian Wojnarowski that the league will vote on Thursday to bring the season back on July 31st. The season will take place in Disney World at the ESPN Complex in Orlando, Florida. It will feature 22 teams in the league, 16 that were in the playoffs before the season was suspended on March 11th. It will also include teams that were six and a half games behind the 8th seed. The non-playoff teams would be Portland, New Orleans, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. It would consist of the regular season, play-in tournament, and postseason. The plan for the league at the moment is to play five to seven regular season games before the play-in tournament, reported by multiple sources. With this new format, eight teams will be left out. Golden State, Atlanta, New York, Cleveland, Detroit, Chicago, Charlotte, and Minnesota. The NBA is urging the teams that will, be not, will not be invited to Orlando to have mandatory training camps to prepare for next season. The NBA is also hoping to have a draft and free agency right after the finals. As reported on Tuesday, the league is planning to start on July 31st and end on October 12th if the series goes to seven games. First reported by Woj, the play-in tournament will close the number eight and number nine teams. If the ninth seed finishes the regular season within four games of the eighth, and the eighth seed will enter the double elimination tournament and the ninth seed a single elimination tournament. Many analysts such as Callan Coward and Stephen A. Smith are glad to have basketball back, but they are afraid the NBA did not look into it enough about trying to compete with the NFL. 
The NFL season kicks off on September 10th in the middle of the NBA playoffs. They believe since the NFL is king in the U.S., the only way they compete is if LeBron is in the finals. The NBA plans to test players daily for the coronavirus. According to multiple sources, if a player tests positive for COVID-19, they will be quarantined for two weeks. The players will be in hotels with a similar feel to a campus environment. Players will be allowed to leave the campus but will need to social distance. Later this month, players will go down to Orlando and start training. Thanks for listening to the 7-Eleven Sports Podcast. Your top seven sports stories of the day in just 11 minutes. Please don't forget to like, rate, subscribe, and check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.